Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. Today is Sunday, the 15th of September, 2019, and I am broadcasting from lovely Costa Rica. And we are still in the middle of our Virgoan parade. So our Virgo planets are still marching through, and the latest is Mars. So Mars, which is probably the last one, is uh, at the point where it's now starting to separate from Neptune after making the opposition yesterday. And this week, it will make its aspect to Pluto, which is a trine, like all the other planets did, uh, which is Thursday. The Mars trine Pluto will occur at 11.49 a.m. Eastern Time. And it's a sort of last piece of the puzzle for now anyway, as we start to see planets shifting and leaving Virgo and going into Libra. So Mars and Neptune are an odd combination because it's still hanging in the air. And we have to acknowledge them because they are, Mars is assertive. And as I said last week, Mars is what's going on in front of you and Neptune is what's going on behind your back. And Mars is really how we take ourselves into the world with confidence and with, uh, with a gusto um, and with a, an experience of you know, going forward and going out and getting what we want. Neptune is an indirect path to what we want. So it's not uh, the time to just stand up, say, I'm going to go do this. And it's just going to be clear if you need to confront a situation or if you need to do something that is maybe a little controversial or isn't going to make everybody happy, you may need to come through the back door. Uh, Mars opposite Neptune is really going through the back door. There's certain situations that now people will find they can't approach them head on because of the nature of the energy right now and approaching something head on and sort of asserting in a in a major way or going and confronting someone not going to (laughs) work so it's best to sort of find a way through the back door gently mars and virgo is not aggressive you know mars is an aggressive planet but it's not an aggressive aspect we're having right now. And so it's a little complicated because Mars is not someone that has a lot of patience. Mars is like, what do you mean back door? What's this back door business? I, you know, I go through the front door and I'm here and you have to deal with me. That's not going to get you anywhere right now. Say you have to have an important conversation with someone. It's not a way to like go in the room with your hands on your hips and say, look, especially if it's a partner because it's an opposition business partner. You're not going to go into your business partner's office, march in there and go, look, we got to deal with this because not going to work. Neptune is an opposition, you know, trying to grab something with Mars is going to elude you with Neptune, which it's in its own sign of Pisces. So it may have been very confident last Thursday when Mars was squaring Jupiter But when you act this time, you have to act in a way like you're not acting. 
which is real acting, if you know what I mean. So what do actors do? Actors that we watch on TV and in the movies and on stage, they, they are acting. They are playing a part. And so it's an interesting dynamic. When you're acting, you are taking action. These people, you know, <laughs> they're acting. They are behaving as if they are something or someone else. So they may be a person playing an animal. They may be a person playing another person um, or a person playing a ghost. <laughs> and whatever the case, they are playing a role and so the word acting takes on a different tone when we're talking about thespians uh, thespians are naturally going to have to take actions on a stage or in front of a camera but they are acting as if and what Mars does is it acts. It like it gets up and goes. It gets into the car. It takes action. So this is an interesting way of looking at it because what we're seeing is a time when we have to act as if by and that is how we take action. So if that makes any sense at all, and it's a Neptunian time and why would it make sense? We're acting as if, so we're acting as if we don't care. We're acting as if it's a very pleasant situation with something that's very awkward. We're acting as if we are pleased with something and are not, but it's the way through the door. Maybe there are people who are irritating you, and why not, because it's Mars opposite Neptune, and you are never going to get anywhere with them because of the nature of their stubbornness or something and they're just an exercise in frustration and all you do is just sort of act as if so you handle the situation and that's what we're really dealing with right now is we have to sort of handle things um it's the only way through it's the only way some sort of covert method of getting getting the information we need or getting the results we need because mars and virgo wants results and it wants organization and neptune and pisces is more chaotic than that couldn't care less what kind of results you want and you may wind up in front of a wall of a person who doesn't care what you want <laughs> what results you want um so you have to kind of play this in a strategic manner in a way that is not going to offend anyone and and be virgo's all polite you know virgo is not um someone that storms into the room virgos don't do that they knock politely and may i come in so you have to take that and sort of be aware of it and use that to your advantage in a situation now on the other hand mars neptune could mean that someone's messing with you so you're trying to like get forward and get ahead and do your thing and someone's thwarting you or getting in your way or you're just trying to like look can we just schedule this meeting or something and they're just like mm, not answering you or, you know, you're trying to get something accomplished and someone's just not getting back to you. And they, for whatever reason, they might be messing with you or they might just really can't get back to you. But this is a time when people mess around with other people. And by mess around, I, I want to say that it means, you know, there are certain people that take pleasure from 
you know, thwarting things, thwarting plans. And so that's something you need to be aware of. We all need to be aware of. Mars and Neptune were sitting right with the full harvest moon, which happened really Friday night, early Saturday morning. And, you know, the moon is in Pisces. It was in Pisces. And while it was in Pisces, um, it was, you know, making all sorts of aspects to the remaining planets in Virgo. And so there it was, you know, Neptune and the moon together on Friday late afternoon. And the sun was with Mars. So the sun and Mars really want to, like, take some movement and some action and let's go, let's do. And the moon and Neptune are like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and it's just it's an exercise in frustration. Um so if you were enthused about something and someone let the air out of the balloon, or if you were enthused about something and, you know, somebody thwarted your plans or something thwarted your plans, don't worry, because you'll get your mojo back. Once Mars gets past Neptune, it's a little weird. It's a, they are strange companions. They do not do well together, really. I think there's an element of sneakiness um, or transcendence in a way that we take Mars and we transcend the Neptune and we look for the bigger picture. So it's like, okay, this is happening for a reason. What is it? And just, you've got to, it's the time to be the bigger person. It's the time to elevate your status, step over the whole situation and just look at it from above, from a Neptunian vantage point. So like sort of hang in the air and look at the whole situation. And that is moving along nicely. So, and then, you know, the, the moon went into Aries, where it still is today, and Mars rules Aries. So, after that full moon, that's with Neptune, we still have this Aries-Mars. So, there's a lot of Marsy energy happening right now, and Mars really does want to assert itself. But we're being told to be careful and, and be cautious, because... You know, you might want to dive into something and then Neptune has a reason why you shouldn't. So pay attention. Pay attention to that. Um, that's very important. The other big news is that on Wednesday the 18th, coming up this week, Saturn goes direct from retrograde. So Saturn went retrograde on April 29th and is now going to move forward. And what have you been doing since April 29th? What's happened since April 29th? where you did work behind the scenes, where you did some real clearing of, you know, um, things, obstacles that were in your way, because that's what Saturn does. Saturn gives us obstacles. Saturn gives us work to do, chores, responsibility, duty. Where did you take responsibility in your life? And Saturn really does, um, you know, it represents something much more tangible in our life, especially since it's in its own sign of Capricorn. So it is at 13 degrees, 55 minutes of Capricorn, and it, it retrograded back. It's staying at those degrees for the next few days. Actually, it's been there for a few days, and then it'll be there for another few days, and then really start to slowly move forward minute by minute. And Saturn was at 20 degrees, when it went 20 and a half or so when it went retrograde and so when it did that you know it it's now moved 
hmm, about six degrees or so, a little more than six degrees since it's done the retrograde. And so it's going to take a little while for Saturn to get back to 20 degrees. And 20 degrees is where Pluto is right now in Capricorn. Pluto is also retrograde and will go direct in early October. So we have a couple weeks for that. But Saturn won't get back to that 20 degrees till the end of the year, like around the 20th of December. So this is very interesting. Um, Pluto is really where Saturn has made its retrograde. And once Pluto goes direct, they are headed towards seeing each other in the same place, which is in January. So they're seven degrees apart now, six, six, seven degrees apart, which is a wide conjunction but they're still together and they are the backdrop of everything that's going on. They are in the background. So no matter what, we still have this Saturn Pluto going on in the background. Now what's happening is that as Saturn goes direct, we're going to start to realize what we've been sort of what goals we've might've had what things we might've done since April 29th. And we're finishing those things up and we're ready to move forward with them. And even though Saturn is, you know, responsibility, it's not like when it's retrograde, we shirk our responsibilities. We've probably been more responsible because we got a, a peek inward and, a you know, to see what's really been the priority to work on. And it's important to sort of recollect where you've been since late April, early May and what's been on your mind, what's been paramount, and what's been um, just sort of the, the responsibility that you've been, you've taken on since then. And now you can start to move forward with things. Maybe you had to go back and review stuff, and now you can move forward. So Saturn moving forward is a good thing. It's, it, it is headed towards its conjunction with Pluto. It's not near Pluto, but it's headed it's headed there. So now it's going to start getting ready to make that aspect, the conjunction with Pluto on January 12th of next year. It's going to be the only time they do it, as I've said before. But since Saturn is taking its motion forward, it's almost like we are deciding now, this is it. We have to move forward towards this inevitable conjunction. And it's not, it's not simple. It's okay. This is it. We're going forward. This is it. And we're going to start to feel the energy. Once Saturn moves forward, we know where it's going. We know it's going to go meet Pluto. There's no, like last year, it wasn't the case yet. It wasn't there yet. This year, it hasn't been there yet. But we know where it's going now. And in a few weeks, Pluto will go forward. And we know where that's going. So Pluto being a much lower planet, they will meet um, as Saturn catches up. But this is where we really will start to feel like, aha, I get it now. I know where that Saturn Pluto is in my chart. I know what it means. I know where we're going. And you may have a recollection or a realization. Sure, there's going to be some dust settling. You know, Saturn doesn't move. And a minute we know exactly what's going to happen. Saturn's going to take, like I said, a few days to get through this 13 degrees, 55 minutes. And it will reach 14 by the end of September. But it's, you know, then you might start saying to yourself, uh-huh, okay, 
Now I know what the Saturn-Pluto was. You know, you probably know what it's about already, but you're going to say, ah, okay. I know where we're headed. I know where we're going. I know what's expected of me, and I, I can feel it. And you will start to feel the, that inevitable conjunction of those two planets. Now it's very interesting um, because they came close, and it was intense, but it was not exact, which it will be in January. In the meantime, Saturn, since it's going direct, is going to meet with that south node one more time, and it's going to meet at the end of the month. So we've got some Saturn action happening here. So when, now remember, there was the first time Saturn and the south node met earlier in the year, there was the second time, which was July, when we had the eclipses, and that felt intense. And here we are again with Saturn, going to meet up with that south node exactly about the 27th, 28th of September, which is not that far away. And so remember your rules about this. Saturn is at once showing you where you have had old habits die hard where you it needles you like you almost want to dive right back into those old habits again but you can't because saturn is blocking you from going back into those old habits so it's an interesting dynamic saturn says okay let's go and see that south node one more time and what are those old habits did I, did I work all those out? Well, maybe you work them out layer by layer because this is the third layer of Saturn to the south node. And you do need to be very aware when we're at that 14, 13, 14 degrees with the south node of what your old habits are that are pulling you into that vortex, that are pulling you back into that, um, you know, old pattern. And since this is the last time Saturn is going to touch the south node, this is an opportunity to really see and absolutely acknowledge what that pattern is. So what's the king of all those patterns? What's the one that's really needled you? And what's the one that really kind of drives the ship in the wrong direction? <laughs> um, what's... What's really the tail that wags the dog there? If you can stand there in your life, look at it in your life, see that Saturn south node habit. If Saturn can show you that and you recognize it and you don't indulge it, then congratulations, you're doing a great job. That's the goal of everybody right now. Look at that Saturn. Let Saturn show it to you. Let yourself feel it. Oh my God, if I don't have ice cream, I'm gonna die. Oh my God, if I don't like go to the casinos, I'm going to die. <laughs> whatever the habit is, if I don't have chocolate, whatever. Or if I don't take care of people, I have a habit of taking care of people, much to my detriment and to and everyone's detriment. Don't do it. Whatever the habit is, watch, watch it pass in front of you like you're watching, you know, a boat go up the harbor, like you're driving past... I don't know, a carnival. <laughs> like you're driving past a party. Oh, look at the pretty lights. Like you're driving past, you know, an old city where you used to live. 
I don't need to drive through the city. I, don't, I know what it looks like. It hasn't changed. I'm going to just keep on going. The more focused that Saturn can help you be and not like allow that to come in, better off you are. It's going to feel really good when you can go, yes, I want this, but you know, it has to be under the right circumstances. You know, I'm on a diet, so I can have ice cream once this month, okay? Or something like that. Uh, wherever you get pulled in by other people, other temptations, other uh, things that have the potential to be briefly satisfying ultimately could be destructive or maybe briefly satisfying and ultimately setting you back that's what you want to look at and say no I'm not going there so be aware of how those things operate in your life be aware of wherever Capricorn is go watch my video on YouTube about the south node and Saturn and Pluto because it's they're there and they will explain this in great depth and show you the astrology right on the screen because that's what we're looking at again now we are gonna feel so pulled in that direction we're gonna walk past the bakery and smell the donuts baking <laughs> we're gonna want to go get that sugar rush we're gonna get something that's gonna like come in front of us but we have to hold our ground and holding our ground is gonna make it better um, it really is, you know, about, you know, coming through this and like, yeah, I'm proud of myself. I did it. Um, so that's, that's the other thing you want to watch out for in, at the end of the month. Um, and where Saturn is now, it's close enough. We're getting, we're getting there. I can feel the, the things that want to pull us into that. It's like a magnet. It's like a vortex. It pulls you into that old pattern, that old story. So just be aware of that as Saturn goes direct. Notice what you notice on Wednesday as Saturn goes direct. Does it, does it feel good? Does it feel like a shift? Does it feel like you are moving forward now? You can like sort of breathe again. What is that about? Um, so in the meantime, yes, Mars is going to try and Pluto on Thursday. That's a very powerful aspect. It's a really good use of the energies. Mars is like getting ready to like pass through the last vestiges of where it's go it's been, where all the other planets have been. And the last thing they do before they leave Virgo is they try and Pluto because Pluto's at the end of the sign. And then they spend a little while longer there and then they all go into Libra. Um, and, you know, Mars will be really in Virgo the rest of the month. So, it moves slower than the other guys did, you know, Venus and Mercury and the sun. And when it trines Pluto on Thursday, we may actually feel like we're, we're moving in a, you know, this is the day after Saturn goes direct. Mars trines Pluto, Mars is in Virgo, Pluto's in Capricorn. It's like, ah, oh, okay, I feel my, I feel my power coming back. I feel my power. Like, you know, I really feel like I'm in the seat of my power again. And that's, that's really important, especially after like the, unruliness of Mars opposing Neptune. You're like, ah, okay, I was right after all. I'm on track, you know, with Pluto. So, and they like each other, Mars and Pluto. They are, you know, they are companions in Scorpio. So, within Scorpio, but um, they both deal with Scorpio. So, in the meantime, Venus and Mercury have moved into Libra. They've been conjunct. They moved into Libra. Venus loves being in Libra. It's one of her favorite signs. Now, I felt the difference immediately, that, that exhausting pile of planets in Virgo. It gets 
to you after a while. It feels like the tasks never end. It feels like it's a never-ending Virgoan perfection cycle. And then things just sort of shifted yesterday when we went into the partnership sign of Libra, the aesthetic of Libra, the, the serenity that Libra likes. So really, Venus is in her own sign. Mercury's, you know, was it's in its own sign in Virgo, but it's just... It feels better for Venus because you know, Venus doesn't really love being in Virgo. So, so things are things are picking up. Now we have planets in air. Now there are words. There were no words before. There, there. It was hard. It was all you know, material stuff, but not really deciding and speaking and and talking and conversing with others. Libra is the opposite. You know, it's Aries Libra. So it's Libra is always a sign of partnership. So yeah working with that. And um, what's happening then after that is that we're going to have a very long moon, void moon tomorrow that's going to start at noon Eastern time, 10 a.m. where I am, and it's going to go on and on until 6.30 Eastern time Tuesday morning when it goes into Taurus because it's in Aries now. So it's like, okay. <laughs> um, it's really in... It's really in, you know, void. So again, pay pay attention to your void moon tactics and just you know do what you need to do. Take your to your tasks. Wednesday, the moon's still in Taurus. Thursday, the moon is in Taurus void till 4:58 p.m. Eastern time. And while we were talking, I just had an earthquake here. The ground shook. And things trembled, and that was an earthquake. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I was just talking about the moon in Taurus, well, there you go. There's something important. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a new one. Um, so, yeah, and then the moon's in Gemini the rest of the week. And then on Saturday, we have Jupiter square Neptune. And that is the aspect that all the other planets were kind of getting in the middle of. You know, they were doing that, that dance. So really, the moon is going to get involved with that as it goes into Gemini because it's going to square Neptune on Saturday, but Saturday the 21st. And um, before you know it, the sun will be in Libra, which is next Monday the 23rd. So we have a, uh, an interesting week ahead. We've got Saturn going direct. We have Mars really taking it to the end of you know those, those aspects with Pluto and Jupiter squaring Neptune. So that Jupiter Neptune square is, you know, enlightening. They've met before this year. Use that for intuition. Use that for elevating your spiritual life. Use that for getting insight and feeling that you are tuned into something bigger than yourself. And other than that, Mercury is going to be early in Libra and square Saturn already on the 22nd. So Mercury's, Mercury's breezing through Libra really quickly. And so that's about it for the week. Saturn goes direct, another planet direct, headed towards its conjunction with Pluto eventually. And we have that nice Jupiter square Neptune, which has been pr present kind of on and off all year. Very lovely. And 
you know, now that Jupiter is direct, you know, for these last month or so, it, it makes this final square with Neptune as it goes on its way. And um, use it to your advantage. Use it to open your mind. Use it to be enlightened. So my name is Deb McBride. My website is thegoldenastrologer.com. You can find me there. You can book an appointment right on my website. And I do this weekly podcast. And there's YouTube videos. My Instagram is thegoldenastrologer. And my Twitter is at devastrology. I thank you so much for listening and enduring this earthquake with me. And <laughs> we'll talk again next week. Have a lovely week.